Hello and welcome to another episode of Ashes to Go. I'm your host, Redbird, and with me is BDLG. Bordy, we got a good one tonight, man. We tell people, Bordy, that if you're a fan of the show, if you join our Discord and give us prompts of what you guys want to hear about, we'd love to cover it on the uh, episode, and this is going to be a gleaming example of that, Bordy, because we had a fan request, Dungeons. So that's what this entire episode is going to be dedicated to, is Dungeons. Uh, so Bordy, are you ready to talk about some dungeons? But uh, first off, how are you doing? Let's let's be personable a little bit, right? How are you doing tonight, no, dude? You don't even care about my well-being. You just skip right to the well, man. Actually, I, I was mentioning this before the show a little bit. I'm a little concerned about your well-being because, for those of uh, everybody in Twitch chat knows, Bordy got lost in his own house <laughs> about five minutes ago. I mean, do we have to go over this again, man. Like it was. Listen, man. I thought I forgot something in the room, so I turned around and then I was gonna go get it, and then I decided not to get it, so I turned back around and. I might have did a circle or two. Okay, it's okay. Don't. It's fine, dude. Well, okay, you know the the lost Travolta meme. Have you seen that one before? No. I, okay, I that's like one of my favorite all time like uh, gifs or gifs or whatever you want to however you want to pronounce it. It's uh it's uh John Travolta uh from um, Pulp Fiction. And he's, it's where he's lo- he's like looking around the room for uh, whatever in the movie. But then they just put him on backgrounds, like, you know, like on movie sets and stuff. And he's like, kind of like looking around and like, dude, that's what you looked like. It was like the, it, you're basically John Travolta in Pulp Fiction, dude. We all have those moments. Okay. We all have them. It just happened to be, just happened to be tonight. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well. I lied because first we're gonna check out the newest backer package, dude. And we teased it a little bit on last episode. It is a dope looking package, man. Yeah, it is it called really cool. it is called Heat and Harmony. I'm gonna try to click on the link. It's not working. Uh, the one that you have placed in the Google Doc. Okay, uh, but. If you guys haven't checked it out, go look on uh, the Ashes of Creation website. Uh, this is, I mean, it's basically everything you would hope it to be. They did tease the mount, uh, and we kind of went over that last episode. Uh, it was like a you know a two-tailed fox-looking mount with a fire in its eyes and and you know like fire-looking veins all over it, dude. And the rest of the package does not disappoint. So let's go over these, uh, the uh, everything that you can get in this package. Uh, you in this package will get, of course, the the two-tailed fire mount, uh, the higher package of Voyager Plus. You get these cool-looking, like uh, flame-looking, like fire mage robes. You get a you get a cool-looking, uh, like a black ship with a, a fire orange shells. You get a little bit of like a Pokemon looking pet, uh, like a, you know, like a, a Flareon looking uh, pet. I hate that. That's probably trademarked. Probably can't mention that uh, name, but uh, fire Pokemon. Uh, you get the fire boots. Uh, they're called, um, they have a name. I'm trying to find the name. What, for the boots? Yeah. Yeah, they're called the uh, Perdition's Path. Per, per, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Perdition's Path, I think is how you say it. Yeah, yeah. And the and the robes that we mentioned earlier, Sun Scorch Raiment. Uh, you get obviously your keys to uh, al- uh Alpha Two, Beta One, uh, Beta Two. Dude, 
this is one of the cooler uh, packages I've seen in a while, man. And, and, uh, we keep saying this on stream and someone's eventually going to call us out, dude. We got a back, we got to get a backer package. And this, I know, man, but I keep, I keep waiting. Like, I don't know how sold I am on the flame stuff. It looks pretty dope, but I, I don't know, man. I'm kind of more of an ice guy. You know, Me I kind of want dude. something with ice. So the Fox of the Pyre looks pretty freaking dope, though. Like, the, the package looks incredible, man. The Fox looks dope. It's a two-tailed Fox. And then you have the Sun Scorch Raiment, which is a robe you just talked about. And then the Flame Fin Frigate. Dude, it looks, it looks incredible. And then the Blazing Gate looks incredible, too. Like, the whole package looks amazing. But I don't, like, I just don't know, dude. I don't know, man. I don't know if I want flaming stuff as my, you know, as my, as my stuff. Here's the thing, know. dude. I realistically, I'll probably, if anything really cool comes up, I'm going to pay the extra money once I back the game anyway. That's true. I mean, there is always that option, but I, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's tough. Yeah, dude. But anyways, go check that out on ashes of creation, uh, dot com. It's in their shop. Uh, right now they just changed it recently it was this week so uh if you haven't seen the new package go check it out it looks pretty cool man i'm not gonna lie this is a very very cool looking one uh, so you should see that for yourself so now you guys had to wait a little bit but it's time we're gonna talk about dungeons tonight dungeons are an integral part of almost every mmo that's ever came out that it has any type of focus on pve uh, and, uh, Ash as a creation, uh, is no different. It seems to, uh, dungeons seem to be a pretty decent, uh, part of the, uh, organized group PVE content. Uh, they showed us on the last dev, uh, the dev discussion or the, or their dev stream. And the one before that, uh, a walkthrough of one of their, uh, many dungeons in the game. Uh, it's, Super cool looking, large scaling, uh, everything you would hope for and want in like a next gen MMO. So tonight we're going to talk about what parties are going to look like, uh, or excuse me, dungeons are going to look like in Ashes of Creation, the party size that, that uh, will be required, the scaling, um, and the difficulty. So let's start at the top, Bordy, uh, with... Just at a little bit of an overview. So 80% of the dungeons will be open world and will be facilitated to have multiple groups in the dungeon at one time. Uh, they are vast and have room for multiple groups and seems like groups will be competing for the dungeon. Bordy, this statement alone, dude, uh, reminds me of old school MMOs in a way that like those those moments of camping uh, dungeons and like higher tiered uh, mobs to grind and then having conflict between another group, dude, those are moments that I cherish uh, from my times back in EverQuest and, and games like that. Yeah, I love it, dude. I think the open world dungeon concept is awesome. I've always favored that concept versus instance content uh, just because I like open world stuff a lot better. Uh, better. And then you have like the PvP flagging system. That there's going to be conflict in the dungeons, dude. So you're going to be doing some PvPVE stuff in these open world dungeons and i can't wait for that it seems like it's going to be a whole lot of fun man the only concern that i have is that we know that, that that a lot of people that play mmos are primarily pve players and they love love their instanced content so for them for 80 percent of the dungeons to be open world and only 20 percent of the dungeons to be instanced that presents a little bit of a concern for me in terms of like health of that type of population for this game because there are man there's a significant amount of people who really, really love their instance-based dungeons. But for me personally, 
I think it's awesome, dude. I can't wait to get in there and compete for for a, a boss spawn or whatever against another group or be flagged and have to kill that group before we get the loot. It's going to be dope, dude. I love that concept. Yeah, you know, it's hard because those people that want, you know, I think there's plenty of MMOs out there for those people that like instance uh, PVE and instance dungeons like that. Uh, so this may, this game may not cater to that audience, but what this game will offer is a different solution or a different option that I feel like personally is way more exciting. Uh, the opportunity to not only compete for these boss drops and spawns and everything like that, but dude, once you get deeper and deeper into that dungeon, closer to the main boss, you're technically in more and more danger because there's no way that you're getting out of that bad boy without some sort of you know, conflict on the way out. So I think it's really, really cool. Uh, this sets the scene for, uh, you know, again, like some very intriguing, interesting stories that players will have. Uh, these other quick notes that we'll go over is there'll be no loading screens when entering or exiting the dungeon, which is super dope. PvP flagging systems present and opportunity for open conflict in the dungeon. Of course, this will be uh, within the corruption system. So the, the people that are, are trying to gank you or trying to, you know, make it difficult for you to kill bosses still have to abide by that system. So if you don't go in there flagged and they kill you, then they still are opening themselves up for like a, a lootable, you know, uh, potentially a lootable uh, opportunity for someone to come and kill them. And so that's important to know because I think Ashes has a pretty decent way to stop people from griefing other people without any type of remorse or, or uh, consequences. So last note, there will be instance dungeons, but only in certain areas. They're going to be mainly for narrative content. So Bordy, right there and then, and, and this may be, obviously 80% is probably not a hard 80%. They're going to fluctuate a little bit on this. But dude, they are offering instance dungeons to progress the storyline of the game for those people that prefer that. So there we go, buddy. Uh, looks yeah, like they're I mean, going to have something to offer there too. Yeah, they're going to be in the game, but I mean, that's only 20% of the dungeons you can run. And that's my only concern, right? It's like, there's a right. lot of people who don't want to go do the open world dungeons. They just won't go do them because they know they're going to be contested and they want to have their group that goes into their dungeon and fights their mobs without any other kind of contest, you know, any conflict in there, you know, whether it be PVP or just fighting another group for the mobs themselves, you know, it's like, there's a lot of people who don't like that. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how successful the open world uh, dungeons are going to be. But I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So to go into a dungeon, now there is no like minimum requirement because all these are open world dungeons. So the party sizes are limited to eight players per group. Raids are capped at 40. Uh, but we'll discuss raids in another episode. Uh, but to my understanding, raid groups will not be allowed in these um, open world situations. Is that correct? I'm not 100. Yeah, I don't think. I think that uh, that your that the dungeon content is going to be capped at like eight and sixteen person groups. So, yeah, is that what you meant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the, people aren't going to be able to take raid groups into these dungeons. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Right. Uh, other content will be tailored for to 8 and then 16 uh, player groups. So those are the party sizes. Uh, Bordy, any any concerns there? Eight people in a group. Obviously, like when you're talking about like a meta or like what's the most efficient way to pop into these dungeons and try to get the loot out of there, I think you got to roll with 8, right? So then do you see that posing any problem with, uh, you know, um, population or the general people that are going to play the game? 
Uh, I mean, I don't. I mean, eight's not a lot. The 16 person groups, maybe, uh, because there's a lot. It's, you know, some sometimes it's hard to get 16 people to go run a dungeon. But I mean, eight people is, you know, that's relatively okay, I think. I think that's a pretty solid number. And they do say that they want you to have, they want you to be able to to form your group in a way that you can complete the content in a, in a good manner. So you're going to want to have kind of your healers and your tanks and your DPS and all of that stuff in your group. So I, I think eight is fine, man. I think traditionally... You know, like in other MMOs, like ESO is a group of what four. So those are a little bit smaller groups, but I, I kind of like the eight. I kind of like the, the little bit larger. It's interesting. No other game has tried, you know, that as the smallest group size to be that large. So we'll see. We'll see exactly what happens. Obviously, you know, depending on the level uh, of the, the dungeon, uh, obviously, like if people with higher level could probably go in there with four or five people. But then again, is that loot going to be worth it to that uh, particular group to farm a lower level dungeon? Or is it going to be obviously the most optimal thing is to, to pull in there with eight people and, and just try to stick close to uh, your level? Uh, so real quick here is speaking of level is dungeon scaling. The intent of the dungeon scaling is for the dungeons to feel massive in size as mentioned above, the scale of the dungeon is, will allow for multiple groups in the dungeon at the same time. Um, so, uh, you know, this is something that we we assume that people are going to be, be able to engage because they do mention that the uh, open world PvP flagging system will be a present in there. Um, uh, one, one quick note, and kind of you written in here, and I think it's a good topic to think about, is, uh, you know, we have naval travel and everything like that. Well, are there going to be, like, uh, we talk about scaling, too. Are there going to be, like, underwater dungeons as part of, like, naval content? Uh, so we that's interesting uh, thought. And, uh, you know, it's important to note, too, that, you know, during these open-world dungeons, uh, having with, you know, multiple groups in there at one time, like, how mu how many groups will one dungeon support? Because I remember back in EverQuest, there, you know, one dungeon would have little nooks and crannies that, you know, there could be a couple groups in a dungeon that were farming efficiently uh, and not having to conflict with one another. So that's another thing to think of, uh, too. Uh, how big these dungeons appear to be, like we saw in the, in the, um, in the uh, dev stream, maybe these dungeons will support multiple groups in their farming at the same time. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. It says that the, the the dungeons are intended to be huge, like incredibly massive in size and scale. So I don't know if that means like it's going to be hard to find people in there. Like are, are all the encounters going to just happen at the boss fights or maybe a, a group can go in there and clear the whole dungeon and go to the boss and then move out before the other group gets there because it's so large. Or maybe the dungeon's so large that you never see one another. I don't know. I would assume that there's going to be some kind of happy medium so that that does create conflict in there because I would think they would want that with the way they have these designed. Yeah, it, seem, it, it seems like it's going to be part of the game. Uh, who knows, like, if they want it to be, like, a, you know, massive part where, like, you, they want to make sure that no matter what dungeon you go into or when you go in it, there's going to be some sort of conflict or or competition in there. But we'll, we'll see. Uh, because, uh, you know... You would think that some of the uh, some of the uh, content as people get higher level and as the game kind of persists in and um, you know in time uh, being a live game that people kind of level out of this content and then you know if you are leveling uh, a new character or whatever 
uh, maybe there'll be less conflict for you to, to participate in there as well. So who knows? Uh, real quick, and this is uh, about like actual level scaling, uh, players will not be boosted in order to be able to participate in a higher level content uh, like in other games. Uh, so ESO is an example of that. I think they kind of, uh, the entire world scaled to you uh, in ESO, and it does not seem like they're going to go towards that sort of uh, system in Ashes. There will be a mentorship program that will allow uh, for players to still gain benefit uh, from grouping with friends that are lower level, which I love, dude, because that that is, you know, back uh, old school MMOs, man. You remember power leveling? Uh, it's just someone like I had a friend that's max level and I'm level one and they just take me into, you know, whatever dungeon and they just kill all the mobs in one shot and I just keep leveling up really, really quickly. Uh, that, although I know, realize that's kind of like not what a developer would want to constantly occur in their game. There's something like, I don't know, maybe it is just nostalgia, but something cool about that. Like some sort of a system that allows for people to help their friends get higher level, uh, quicker. Yeah. I don't know if that's what they mean by the mentorship program though. I think the mentorship program is not like going and boosting people's levels. I think it's like helping players learn the game. And then in return, the person that's doing the mentoring gets rewarded in some form or fashion. Like, I don't know that there's going to be a ton of power leveling. There may be, I don't know. Um, what do you think about the, about the level scaling though? Do you like how ESO does it where there's where you can kind of go anywhere, do anything at basically level one, or would you rather have like, this, uh, you know, these areas where you can't really go into until you level up? That's a tough question because I've heard them say, I think I've heard them say before that there are ways that the world will kind of mitigate that, that, that there, you know, the content within the, the game will always stay relevant because of the shifting and like, you know, which node is at the highest ranking at what time and all that stuff. So I don't, that's tough, dude, because although it is kind of cool to like out level content and then be able to go back and like easily clear it, I also think there's quite a bit appeal to the fact that when the game levels with you, there is just like, it just increases that, you know, the amount of content that you can do at one time at any given time. So I don't know. That's a great question, Bordy, because I, I don't, I mean, I'd hate to say it, but I think I prefer like the ESO method. I like to, no matter where I go or what I do, it's always going to be a, a decent challenge. And, uh, you know, I feel like the world is kind of constantly growing with me. Um, I don't, what are your thoughts on that, Bordy? Yeah, it's interesting. I'm torn as well because in ESO, it's a lot of fun whenever you're like level one and you can go group with somebody that's that's max level because that happened a lot whenever we were playing ESO. I mean, we were playing and then some, you know, somebody would come along and say, hey, I want to check that out, but I can't group with you. And I'd say, no, you can't. Like I can come group with you and I get, True. you know, I get benefit from it as well. And so let's go play and let's go enjoy the game. And so we did. And that was awesome. And I enjoyed that very much. But then on the same, on the same, on the same side of things, it's like, there is a sense of progression whenever you can't go into an area, but then whenever you hit a certain level, now you can, you know, like I think that, yeah. that provides a sense of progression and a sense of like achievement of saying like, Oh, well now I can go kill those mobs. Whereas before, you know, at level, you know, 10, I couldn't, you know, and ESO, you, you, you can essentially, um, you know, it's a little bit harder, but you can because the way the scaling works. So, I don't know, man. I'm I'm torn. I, I am. I'm torn on that topic for sure. That is, yeah, that's a tough one because you made a great point, dude. I did like the fact that you know me and you were max level, but anytime like someone joined us from you know our Discord or someone's coming in new from the game that we knew from 
you know, uh, wherever that just like wants to like play with us. Basically, it was awesome to be able to take them and group them with them at such a low level and for it to be meaningful for both parties. And hopefully that's what they mean by the mentorship program is, is allow the players to play together, but both of them maintain some sort of benefit from doing so. Because I think that is ultimately the best system because then that person that is helping their friend doesn't feel like it's a complete waste of their time other than obviously helping their friend, which is not a waste of time. Be friendly, people. But another thing is that, you know, it does allow for anybody to group with anybody. So here's a quick note about the difficulty of the dungeons, and this may answer some of our questions as far as, uh, you know, how they're going to approach this. Adaptive difficulty, uh, meaning the level of the difficulty will adapt to the group depending on how well the group performs on the previous boss. The higher the difficulty, the better the loot tables will be. So you'll want to perform very uh, well early on to, in order to get better loot at the end of the dungeon. Dude, this is dynamic level scaling. We talked about ESO and the game kind of scaling to your level, uh, not your skill. But this, dude, this is really intriguing to me. The fact that, you know, if I'm doing, if we're just down on bosses left and white, right, then at the end of the dungeon, we're going to be heavily rewarded by a, 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 what looks to be a better loot table. Um, Bordy, what do you, this is never before seen in any MMO. So what are your thoughts on something like this? No, I think this system is pretty incredible, man. Uh, so, so ultimately, like if you go and your group is getting wiped by the first, by the first boss, and you're having a really hard time killing that first boss, then the rest of the dungeon is going to get significantly easier. But also with the dungeon getting easier, that means you're going to be able to clear the dungeon and at least get something, but it's not going to be near as good as if you were to just go through there and blast through the first boss. And then and then if you do that, then the dungeon is going to get progressively harder. Then you may have a chance of wiping on the next boss or even the boss after that because it's going to continuously get harder. But mm -hmm. that scales up and, and provides for... Um, a lot more fun whenever you're playing, whenever you're in the dungeon, you queue up for the dungeon because every time you run the dungeon, it could be a, a very, very much a different experience, right? Depending on how well you perform. And then you could get a lot better loot at the end of the game. So the dynamic uh, aspect of that, man, is, dude, uh, yeah, I've, I've never seen that done in any other game that I've ever played. So I'm very interested to see how that works and and how how high the loot scales and you know i just want to get in there and check out those mechanics because that's incredibly intriguing to me yeah and we sp I spoke a little bit about this earlier on in the episode how they do want the world to kind of be dynamic and ever-changing this is a really good example of that a way that uh, again you like you'd mentioned you, we may have done this dungeon 10 times before now but now we're better geared we're higher skilled and we're going up in here and we're going to, you know, we're going to try this dungeon again in the thought, uh, you know, or in the concept of we think we might get, you know, again, progress through the loot tables and get a higher uh, level of gear or a, you know, higher quality of gear. Or maybe there's this rare drop that you can't get unless you're at the highest loot table available. And then that's when that rare drop, you know, whether it's a mount or whatever that drops out of that dungeon. That's a really cool concept, man, because again, it does kind of like eliminate uh, that repetitiveness that you had mentioned. That is kind of a really like if you get down to it, uh, you know, when we're doing like our dailies and back in ESO or like, you know, they always have like your keys that you that you run through on on. Uh, you know, a weekly basis or whatever, it it does suck to run that same dungeon 30 or 40 times knowing that I already have all the gear out of here. I've already done this dungeon a hundred times, but like, I know, I know I need to do it because it's my daily. 
And there's something that like being forced to repeat content that's not dynamic, it just kind of sucks. And it seems like this uh, is going to help mitigate that, um, you know, that repetitiveness by adding uh, incentive to stay alert and and perform at your highest uh, ability because you're going to, you know, you're going to be rewarded for that on a consistent basis. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing I thought about is that like in other games, whenever you go into a dungeon and say you're with just a completely random group, right? A random group that's running the dungeon for the very first time. They don't know how the mechanics work. They don't know what they're doing. Maybe they're just, you know, maybe they're not very good at the game overall. Maybe they're just not good at P- the, the, this particular aspect, whatever it may be. And you go in there and you fight the first boss and your entire group wipes, right? And then you have to fight it again and you wipe. Then you have to fight. It takes you like four or five times to clear the first boss. Well, if that happens in this game, it's going to scale down and get easier so that you can at least complete the dungeon with that random group. Now, your rewards are going to probably not be very good at the end of the dungeon, but at least you can complete the, the dungeon with that random group and avoid a lot of that a lot of that uh, anger, you know, and and irritation along the way. So this is this is interesting thought. Well, I've just claimed that my own thought is interesting. It's probably a little conceited of me. But what about like these dungeons that allow people in multiple groups in? And so we're like slaying, dude. We're killing boss after boss, no problem. Performing at the highest tier. We're in the highest, uh, you know, loot table at that point. So when the boss respawns behind us, which I would assume it does if they're allowing multiple groups in the same dungeon at the same time, are they going to immediately have to fight like the highest tier boss to try to catch up with us to kill us? Or is that last boss going to reset the difficulty? You know what I mean? Is that going to be at the baseline difficulty? Yeah, that's a great question. I haven't thought about that yet. Because that may keep people from coming in after you, right? Because like if, if we're killing it, our group is like, you know, again, performing the highest level, then a group has to come in behind us to try to gank us, has to be performing at that exact high level to even catch up with us? Or are they going to wipe so much that, you know what I mean? I don't know, dude, that's interesting. Because would them wiping on that boss and being terrible at that boss affect? Yeah, I don't know. But I don't then, know. would that affect the group ahead? Yeah. And then how, but how are they going to know if that boss is difficult or not? Like, how are they going to know how your group is performing anyway? Are they just going to have to go fight the boss to figure that out? Like, I don't know. And that's incredibly a great question because how, how are they, how are they going to do that? How are they going to manage to, to scale the two groups or three groups? Yeah. Yeah. What if there's multiple groups in the dungeon and how are you going to scale it based on each group? And if it's an open world dungeon, it sounds like, is it going to be capped? How many groups can go in there? At a time, like I don't know. There's a lot of unanswered questions here that I would really like to know the answer to. And that point you just brought up is is very interesting, man. I don't know. Yeah, don't we'll know. we'll okay. see. I'm maybe they'll elaborate on more on that at some point because yeah, that's I don't know that that that's where it kind of gets. I mean, maybe they can keep track of individual groups and in their progress in the dungeon and where they're at as opposed to a different group in the in in the same dungeon. But that'd be pretty crazy. I've never even heard of anything like that before. So. But this is a very ambitious game, as we know, so so we'll see. Maybe they'll surely go through more of the details in that when we get closer to Alpha 1. All right, Bordy. Uh, well, we've, pretty, we've talked about everything I think we know about Dungeons so far. I hope uh, whoever requests that's happy now. If they're not, they can come in the Discord and tell us. Uh, and guys, don't forget to join that Discord. Uh, it's how we communicate with our audience. Uh you know, we have plan on having a uh, a guild uh, in Ashes as well, so we we would love to have you guys in that. And obviously, 
uh, just to kind of chat on a daily basis. I think me and you are pretty active in that Discord. So if you come in there, you're definitely, I mean, we're we're in there all the time. So we'd love to chat with you guys about Ash as a creation or quite frankly, anything. We got a couple people in there that are pretty random. Uh, I'll just shout out Bullet because he's like the most <laughs> random of everybody. <laughs> I love that. We'll be in a mid-conversation about any video game and then Bullet will talk about, you know, Man, I, I I had a good workout today just in the middle of our conversation at random. So shout out to Bullet, or I guess his name is Don now in the Discord. I don't know. He changes his name frequently, but but it's fun in there. You guys should definitely come over there. Uh, Bordy, it's another episode. Why don't you tell people where they can find you on the internet? Yeah, man. You can find me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash BDLG. Twitter is twitter.com slash the BDLG. And then YouTube is the BDLG as well. And then, of course, creating content at studioloot.com. And then uh, ashesfans.com. Very soon, we will have some some great content up over there for you guys to enjoy. Yes, and I am Redbird with Y. You can find me at Twitch and YouTube. On Twitter, I am I am Redbird. You'll give us a follow over there as well as the actual uh, Studio Loot account. Now, guys... We don't have an actual uh, Twitter account for this specific podcast, but you definitely need to follow the uh, Studio Loop um, Twitter, at uh, Studio Loop, because that's where we're putting out all of our notifications uh, in the future. Uh, so definitely go follow that. Um, and Ashes fans, we're getting ready to post the Everything You Need to Know guide. I think Bordy mentioned that, so, so go follow that. Big things coming there, so d- don't uh, forget to bookmark that website as well. Uh, we're thankful for you guys joining us here today, uh, live in chat. And if you're listening to the podcast, thank you. Uh, we look forward to many episodes to come. And next week, we'll be talking about the uh, the siege mechanics, or the ones they mentioned on the recent uh, dev discussion uh, for the freeholds and everything like that. So tune in next week for that. Uh, thank you again, guys, for listening. And we'll see you on another episode of Ashes to Go. <laughs> <laughs>